0: New Testament reading is uh, taken from 1 Peter, uh, chapter 1, and starting at verse 1, and concluding at verse 9. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect, strangers in the world, scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ and sprinkling by his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine Over a month, around 6% of the UK gather together to worship Jesus. It feels like we're
1: too few to make a difference. But the reality is, Monday to Saturday, God has us. Scattered in the world, connecting to hundreds
0: and thousands of people. So wherever you are. Whoever you are. Whatever you do, you can make all the difference in the world.
1: And on Sundays, when we gather together,
0: we strengthen and empower one another to be sent out again for life on our front lines.
1: Today marks the start of the LICC Frontline Sundays. Ooh, fear not, it's not going to take over our lives. Um, it's a two-year um, course that any of you guys can come on, um, and it's done centrally with other URC churches, um, and in addition, there are these Sundays that happen, um, about five over two years. So, as I said, we'll be able to do our own thing as well. But it gives us a bit of structure, uh, and then that filters down into house groups. Um, and ho- hopefully, yes. Here, oh, look! I don't remember writing Karen Jeffries on there. There we go. That's me. I did. What? Oh, I didn't. Oh, you! Oh, you naughty lady. <laughs> well, I'm glad I know who I am. I'm Karen Jeffries. Um, excellent. Uh, you're recording this, aren't you? This is going to be great, great. good day. Off we go, everybody. Um, so the first one is entitled All the Difference in the World and looks at how, um, as Christians, we are different. Uh, if you'd like slide number two, please. So these are the five frontline services, and at the top, uh, you can look at this up. So if you look up LICC, Frontline Sundays, there's loads of stuff online, and also for those of you who aren't online, um, we've got the little booklets uh, at the side here. Thank you very much, Linda, for printing these. Um, so that's all there, ready for you to use. Um, and we can print out more stuff if for anybody that's not online. So you know, don't don't sit in silence and upset if you've not got if you're not on the internet. Cool. So. Uh, that's how it all fits in together. Those are the different themes, and I'm doing number one, surprisingly. So if we could have the next slide, please. Jing! This is um, the first part of uh, the letter um, that we just heard, and it's the opening part of 1 Peter. So Peter's writing to some people, and we'll find out who. This is the two, so this is like the uh, Dear Sharon or whatever. Uh, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect, exiles scattered through the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cabotusia, Asia, Bithynia, (laughs) again reminded this is being recorded, Um, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ and and sprinkled with his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. And that's where I took the opening part. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. What a great greeting. So uh, the first part that we're going to look at um, will be the elect. So the great thing about when you do LICC stuff is they send you, um, you get, you don't send, you, get, you download all these bumps. So um, I'm going to be doing a mixture of reading what, their suggested stuffies and then adding in some Swanleyisms. So, in general, if you go to church, people think may think that that's a nice thing or a horrible thing. They might think that you go along just to make friends or something like that. And there are lots of really good reasons to come to church. I was uh, I spotted a TED talk the other day, and they were saying that um, one of the biggest reasons for a long life, you've got all your eating healthily and stuff like that, but one of the top reasons was having a community of people. So in addition, one of the things was making sure that you had people who you could talk to in an emergency, those kind of 5 a.m. in the morning people, you know, the, oh, my goodness, the cat's on fire kind of people. Um, (coughs) No cats were harmed in the making of the sermon. Um, But also... You need people who you bump into in Asda's that you see on the street corner. That is something that helps you have long life, apparently. So it's great coming to church because you've automatically got people who you'll see around. And when you look at the five ways to well-being, the mental health well-being, if you look at them, it's almost like they're saying all the different things that the church does. So being outward-looking and helping others. It's like... The Bible knew what it was talking about. Ooh. But those are in itself are not good enough reasons why we all rock up here on a Sunday and why we uh, have quiet times and why we seek to live out um, who Jesus is. There's got to be some truth in it as well, hasn't there? So, um, all right back to the script, sorry. Um, When Peter begins his letter to a small group of geographically scattered Christians, he wants them to understand what it means to be church. He does this by helping them to see themselves as part of the Old Testament people of God. He uses two key words and a stunning truth. So we're going to be looking at the two key words and then the truth, okay? So number one, they are God's elect. So I've highlighted here elect. And God's purpose from Genesis 12 onwards was that Abraham and all his descendants would be blessed and would be a blessing to the world around. If we go to um, Genesis 12, uh, verses 1 to 3, and I've got this feeling that we mentioned this recently. So um, it's funny how it all comes together. The Lord had said to Abraham, leave your country, your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So that's written to um, the Abrahamic people, the Jews. And are we Jews? What are we? We're Christians, but um, in sort of in the time that Peter is writing, you had the Jews and the Gentiles, good. Well done, everybody. Um, My clues need to be better, I think. Um, So um, although they're Gentiles, what Peter is saying that we're all we we get to be part of that promise that was given to Abraham, don't we? We get kind of lumped in (laughs) with those blessings. Excellent, like a blessing. Um, So he uses this word of calling. And so we too are called, just like the Jews, we, we get to be part of this, these great promises. And whatever our journey to faith in Jesus was, when we surrendered to his lordship, we become part of his called people. And in the visual we're using... Next slide, please. Hey, we're the red dots. Um, the red dots visualise the statistical fact that in the UK, around six people, 6% six of people worship in a Christian church once a month or more. It's not many, but it's significant. When we gather as worshippers, we remind ourselves that we believe in a, a very particular story about the world. We believe it's God's, he created it. We believe it's broken because of sin. We believe that Jesus' death makes new life possible we believe that one day everything will be transformed we live as a people with a distinct story in a culture that many may, many may not believe we are the red dots and when we gather to do so we strengthen and encourage one another to be who we are God's chosen people so we are elect next slide please Thank you very much. So the next bit that I've highlighted here in bold, uh, to God's elect exiles. Don't worry, the, the whole course isn't like this. We're not going to just do like four words today and then you're <laughs> really slow. We will get to other bits of the Bible, which is a bonus. Um, so that we're exiles. If we could bring up the map, please. Okay. So he speaks, he says all these different things. On the top left, you can see the different places that um, he mentions, can anybody see Pontus, what colour is pon- Pontus, Pontus, can anybody see that, green, green, excellent, I heard of green, anybody see Galatia, strawberry, Oh, <laughs> the very posh whale thing. saying red, reddy pink, okay, cap-a- d- cap-a- that one, d- you, s- you spotted that, green, yeah, green, well done, Asia, Go on, use your word again, Linda. <laughs> strawberry. That is also strawberry. It's so over on the left. Never eat. Read it. West. West. Did geography. Uh-huh. It's a more blancmange colour, apparently. Also, remember, Linda, this is being recorded, yes. Linda said blancmange for the sake of the recording. <laughs> Bithynia. Raspberry. Thank you. cool so they're all scattered around they're exiles is the point that he's making um there's no more questions on that Linda but you're welcome to stay there my love um (laughs) eager um so he uses this word oh yeah and where is this by the way now what's it called now this area this country Turkey yes um Yeah, so it's Turkey and they're all sort of spread around. Uh, So the second term that Peter uses is one that recalls the great disaster of the Old Testament when Israel lost their land. At first they hoped for a quick return, but the prophets told them that most of the first generation of exiles would not return. Though they would remain distinct and a blessing where they were. And I'm going to read, it's quite a chunk guys, hang on tight. From Jeremiah, but I know a lot of you, for a lot of you, this verse is, it's got a verse in there that you all love, so uh, bear with. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce, marry and have sons and daughters, find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek with all your heart, seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. It goes on um, and it talks about false prophets a bit, um so if you want to check that out, that's jeremiah twenty nine. So, today, for most of us, we are scattered most of the time. Um, Next slide, please. Cool. So, you can see here we are at church over on the left hand side, and then most of the time we spend doing other stuff, don't we? Um, We may be the only disciples of Jesus at home, at work, or in our class. There are places where we are called to shine. These are places where we're called to shine. And if we look at Philippians 214 to 16. Do everything without complaining or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God, without fault in a crooked and depraved generation, in which you shine like stars in the universe, as you hold out the word of life, in order that I may boast on the day of Christ, that I did not run or labor for nothing. So here we are shining, hopefully. It's important that we don't get greyed out, lose our distinct lose our distinctiveness, and become the same as as the surrounding culture. God has a plan in place, in placing us in our scattered contexts. Frontline is a term used to to describe these places. Of course, it has all sorts of connotations. For some it reminds them of a battlefield. And whilst we would want to be careful about this, for some Christians, keeping a Christian witness in their place is not easy. Others will have come across the term in their workplaces, classrooms, hospital wards, offices. Frontlines are everyday places where we live, work, study, or play, and we're likely to connect with people who aren't Christians. Our hope and experience is that it is a term that everyone can relate to, from school child to retiree. We are the scattered people of God. We all have front lines. And I'll be asking um, in a moment for uh, people to come forward, anybody, uh, and explain where they're going to be this time tomorrow. So just sort of set, be able to say, well, this time tomorrow I'll be at school and I would like some prayer for X, Y, Z, or whatever. Or this time tomorrow I might be at a coffee morning or uh, whatever. So those little kind of preempt. So we've covered the exiles and we've covered the, what have we just covered, the elect and the exiles, EE, and now we're moving on to the stunning truth. Peter concludes his opening greeting with a reminder of the wondrous work of the Trinity in our lives. With regards to God, our situations are known by God, his foreknowledge. In regards to the Holy Spirit, we have been set apart, his sanctifying work. In regards to the Son, we can be confident of our relationship with God because we are covered by his blood of a new covenant. And all that is in the context of being obedient to Jesus, aligning ourselves with Christ and his purposes. Peter rejoices with his readers in all that God has done for us and he reminds them and us that we, are, we live out the implications of the gospel in our scattered places. We are the red dots and we are different to the grey dots. We are not better in ourselves, but we recognize that Jesus covers us. So I want to ask you, um, what was this Thursday just gone? What was it, a special day? Joyce Mulligan. St. Patrick's Day, excellent. So if I could have, um, there's one that's got quite a lot of text on it. It might be the next one. That's it. Okay, so this is a prayer attributed to, attributed to um, St. Patrick. And I'm going to read this out in a second. I'm going to let you just sort of relax into it. And, um, and I'm going to repeat some of it as well. But you'll notice that some of it is about Christ being in us, with us, really making us those red dots. And so... Um, If you'd just like to uh, close your eyes, it's up to you. You can keep your eyes open if you want. If there's an opportunity to close my eyes, they're shut. Um, Yeah, but just relax back. And you will notice that I'll repeat some stuff, but relax into it. See what God's saying to you. I arise today through the strength of heaven, light of the sun, splendor of fire, speed of lightning, swiftness of the wind. Depth of the sea, stability of the earth, firmness of the rock. I arise today through God's strength to pilot me, God's might to uphold me, God's wisdom to guide me, God's eye to look before me, God's ear to hear me, God's word to speak for me, God's hand to guide me, God's way to lie before me. God's shield to protect me, God's host to save me, afar and a near, alone or in a multitude. Christ, shield me today against wounding. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me. Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me. Christ on my right, Christ on my left. Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down. Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me. Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me. Christ in the eye that sees me. Christ in the ear that hears me. I arise today through the mighty strength of the Lord of creation. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in the eye that sees me, Christ in the ear that hears me, I arise today through the mighty strength of the Lord of creation. In the room, everyone. <laughs> so hopefully, you can see from that that you know when we want to be like a tea bag dunked in the water, don't we? Completely covered with Christ, you know. Completely, you know, like it says there, uh, Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me, you know. Um, oh, An- oh, Anna, who's who's Anna? Oh. He's that Christ like young lad, isn't he? Oh Catherine, oh yeah, she's the she's that lovely Christian lady, you know. I just I love the way that she helps out at everything and she's here all the blooming time and you know, that 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 should, that's what we want, isn't it? You know, that Christ is all over and, and when somebody thinks of you, they think of, of Jesus. So this series will go on to explore the implications of this for us wherever we are, whatever we do, and whoever we are. It finishes by looking at what it means to be a disciple-making community together for the sake of the world. We are red dots when we gather to strengthen one one another as a distinct people. We are red dots when we scatter to many different places with many different people, people who can make all the difference in the world. Lord God, uh, thank you uh, that uh, you want to speak to us, and we pray, Lord, that, uh, we just have a moment to recognize what you've said to us today, how you love us, how you care for us, how you want to be shining out of us, Jesus. Holy Spirit, how you want to um, be nudging us in the right direction. Lord, help us to... Help this not to just be true for, you know, today when we're all fired up and we've sung some songs, Lord, but help us to take this into our weeks. Amen.